All right, guys. Here's the deal. I want to say this real quick, and uh, this might, might be a little too loud, so apologize. Uh, there was one person that made a couple of comments about how loud we we pop, um, how loud we pop the tabs when we're when we're on the mic, right? Mm-hmm. When we're on the mic, open a beer, like man, all I hear is. Hey, I get it. We apologize. We're working on this. Um, it's really a sound soundboard that we have. Somebody's actually playing that sound. I think we we don't even drink. So yeah, no, we do that. Effects. We do that so people know how much they need to like keep yeah. up with us. Uh, right, you know right. What I mean? yeah. Every right. What, one, two, three, four, every five, one of those, you should be having but, another one open. But what we're but here's the deal. He's not gonna. He's not gonna. And nobody wants to apologize. What we're gonna say is we're gonna do a better. Better. Uh, we're gonna do better about this. We're gonna keep it. Look between the mayonnaise and the mustard. Jan and, and Alex gonna, are the George Lucas of popping tops. Popping tops. <laughs> it's all CGI mastered. Exactly. Equality. Like equality. Nobody pops a top like <laughs> Alex. Equality. Equality. Shit. That's right. <laughs> we're we're equal opportunists here. We are. You want pop a top? Pop a top. Right. Listen, we're not going to do it in the microphone anymore. We're, we, we see you. We're addressing it. It is what it is, okay? We're not going to talk well, about it anymore after this. You're lucky you have bottles tonight. So That's right. right. We actually do have a f- um, filter that just filters it out, so uh, we will just filter it out. Hey, welcome to the Grab of the Brisket podcast. This is James. <laughs> and if everybody would just follow suit and just say who their name was, that would have been awesome timing okay. to have. But it's already passed. They already so know who we are. We will just go on. We're down famous. The road. We have followers. I, I, I say everybody knows, but that we still get the questions a lot of times. Who like, is who? Who's what? Who's yeah. who? That's weird. Okay. Obviously, you've got Jalex. That's, too got, that's not my name. You've got JB. You've got. I'm John. Big Pinky. I thought he was Bear. <laughs> Big Big Pinky, you've got the cool one. Cash right. money. Now Cash just, money. Now it just sounds weird. Because my last name's so rich. That's right. So rich, son. <laughs> All right, let's just dive right into it. Like it, we're just gonna jump off. Like n- new kid showing up the pool, just like, hey, I'm gonna go up on the high dive. <sighs> that kid uh, doesn't doesn't work out. For and him. he gets up there and he's like, he doesn't want to jump off, but he's like, okay, I'll do it. Anyways, we're gonna jump off right here. Okay. So I saw an article today on uh, the Houston Chronicle where they there was a house listing in the Houston area. I think it was like Garden Oaks or some some uh, subdivision in Houston. But the house, which caught my eye, comes with a built-in smoker Ooh. inside the house. Wait, in or like on the patio? You're talking about inside? Inside the house. Whoa. Like in the living room? In the I, living room. Like, so they got does, a stack going work? up to the, the roof and everything, just like a plumber's vent or something? I'm not really sure how the science works, but there's you can see the video. and I, We posted it on our social media. You can go on a... Uh, TikTok, and you can see the video that we did. There's four different chambers. You can definitely see like a vertical um, um, upright smoker or upright door, and then you see one where there's kind of like a bay door where you open up. One may be like where you put the wood at. I don't know where the smoke goes, hmm. but I know the house is up for sale. Is this? Does this sound like barbecue fail written all over? Oh, absolutely! Absolutely! This is like, like I'm looking for the house to go buy it. Like if I'm yeah, if I'm house shopping, like that's a huge plus. I no, want this house. Awesome. No, 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 no. I don't know. Yeah. I think the insurance like, is going to be higher on that place. Your house is going to smell like smoke all the time, and it's going to take you 32 hours to smoke something. I'm I'm just assuming whoever had the money to do that had the money to plan to not smoke his house out when he did it, or, I mean, like, or they had it built in and it didn't work, and they're like, "Fuck it, I'm out." 
maybe the realtor takes you in there, or just it, bring a few like, you know, <laughs> a few logs, throw it in there, fire it up, try it out. It's a DIY. Because yeah. even, so, like, even if uh, we had like a fan to like draw the smoke out, that's drawing the heat out. Right. As soon as you open those chamber doors, smoke's coming into your house. Yeah, it's, it's, it's horrible. No. No, I'm out. There's, there's got to be... These it's in the living room, James. I can only imagine... And, and this is what kind of I said on the on the little TikTok that I threw out there. Could you imagine just like doing like a brisket? Yeah. And just on a Saturday, you wake up early. Maybe you... <laughs> you go to the living room. You throw down like maybe about, I don't know, maybe a 10-pack of Shiner Lights or maybe a Coors Lights. Maybe you're still a couple of hours before it finishes and you're sitting on the couch just watching TV and then now it's like snooze time and you fall asleep. Yeah, so that happens. But what I'm saying is, think about this. Just play it the other way. Like you woke up, you walked to your kitchen and went to your living room and started smoking some meat, right? You, you put your beer in a refrigerator, great. You put your beer in a cooler, it's in your house. The ice never goes away. It's like 70 degrees in your house. There's no sun or anything else. Right? You're watching your TV, you're smoking your meat, you can watch your toddler at the same time. This is a guy is a, with a vision. He knew exactly what he was doing. I, I did see a comment where a, a guy made a comment. He's like, uh, no way in hell. I go outside to smoke my meats to get away from my wife. No way in hell that I'm sitting inside of my house. She's like, babe, do you want to watch Cheer while you're uh, smoking your brisket? No, no. no I don't. Cheers? Yeah, I'll watch Cheers. Right. Ah, great exactly. Show. Great show. Right. Cheers is pretty good, too. <laughs> I'm going to say it. It's good. Mm, okay. okay. Right. Oh, right. Perfect. Uh, what are you drinking, Matt? Uh, a nice ice-cold liquid death. <laughs> That's what it's called? It's liquid death. Liquid death. Okay. Yeah. Can you bring the, uh, coo- coo- the koozie down a little bit? Oh, you want to read that part of it? Yeah. Okay. Sparkling water? <laughs> yeah. Is this... You never heard of Liquid Death? No. Huh. Yeah, you never heard of that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's quite popular. I've heard of Liquid Paper. <laughs> same, same. Oh, it's okay. Right. That Good luck. Make, makes me feel like I'm drinking a beer. So right. today is um, Groundhog's Day. Uh, obviously, uh, hey, can I give a shout out? Um, my brother-in-law, James, and Natalie, um, they're at the hospital now, and they're expecting their first child, Luca. Has not Congratulations! Got, has not gotten here yet, but uh, I'm I'm expecting any moment. Uh, Laura or is he somebody pop to come his head out, look around, pop back, busting in, out, and letting us know that he's here. But uh, okay. yeah, it's uh, super awesome. So that is awesome. Yeah, shout out to James and Natalie. Yeah, uh, but today is Groundhog's Day, so I, I did want to maybe acknowledge a little bit of being Groundhog's Day. But it's not uh, when you see this or you read this, it's going to be a week past, right? Two weeks. However, however many episodes John has this booked out. I did read about a few little interesting facts about Groundhog's Day. If you want to hear just a little bit more about it. Give it to us, James. Give it to us. Some of it, I won't go into great details. Uh, one was like, it wasn't invented here in the United States. This was invented by, I think, Germany. German Germans invented this. That's true. Groundhog's Day type deal. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot Made of... Made the Groundhogs. Right. <laughs> That's what well, you're saying? I think they use hedgehogs. Okay. Sonics. Right. Hedgehogs. Yeah, it was a... Uh, yeah. Okay. The days are shorter there, so they had to be faster. Correct. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I understand. But there's a lot of countries that do this similar type deal, and they, they, they utilize different animals. Uh, but I learned a few different interesting facts. For me, it was like, okay, we're not the only 
let me phrase it. Punxsutawney Phil is not the only uh, prognosticator in the United States. Did you know this? Uh, there's other animals. There's that tell multiple us. other groundhogs throughout the United States. What? That do the same thing. I, 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 but Phil, saying, Phil is a rock star. Are you saying there's more groundhogs? Yes. Yeah, we know there's more than one groundhog. No, no, there's more cities that do the same thing. Oh, Puxitani is just... Puxitani is the famous one. Yeah, that's fine. Yes. Do you want to hear the names? Yeah, well, that would actually be nice. Yeah. I didn't know what you were talking about. I, when I, you just, said I did not. I just wanted to hear you say that. Puxitani. Yeah, Puxitani. What? I just want to hear the the word he said again. Like you gotta you gotta get closer to your mic when you talk. A prognosticator. Bit. Yeah. Dude, if you get get a couple beers in me, I probably won't be able to pronounce that. Okay. Uh, let me go. Okay, so there there's a couple that that's across the United States. One of them is General Bo Lee of Atlanta, Georgia. General Bo Lee. Huh. Hey, hold on. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna read this out to y'all. Today, on February second, of. 2022, General Bo Lee has saw his shadow. Is that how it goes? No. Probably. I, Maybe. I, I don't know. I disagree. I do declare. Right. He jumps. Now we're like gone, gone to the wind right here. Yeah, he jumps. He jumps like he, he jumps uh, a river. He jumps the railroad tracks. <laughs> and he's, uh, yeah. he's getting in his challenger and just yeah. like. He right, jumps. Roadrunner. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. The next one. This is Sir Walter Wally from Raleigh, North Carolina. And then we got Birmingham Bill from Birmingham, Alabama. Mm. That's mm. only a couple. I, I, I think, don't know if there's more or not, but that's like, only a couple I found. It's like Birmingham, what, Birmingham Bill? Correct. Yeah. He's the Birmingham one. Bill says real tight. Right. <laughs> and, and then in Poxitani, or it were, where is that happening in Pakistani? Pakistani Phil, where is he from? I, I don't know. It's like Pakistani. Pennsylvania? What, what, uh, yeah, maybe so. I don't know. I, I'm trying to recall because all my knowledge comes from the Groundhog's movie. Day yeah, the no, movie. I'm trying to think of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, but back in the day, in the very early days when they were doing Pakistani Phil and the Groundhog reveals and all that stuff like that, they would have celebrations after the big forecast reveal. And they would go to a tavern and I'm sure I'm sure they would consume multiple um, beers, mm-hmm. drinks, libations. They would also consume groundhog. Oh, you know what? The way you told me earlier, like, and they eat Puxitani. I'm like, <laughs> they eat the freaking groundhog. That told them it's gonna it's gonna be early an early an early winter. You're like, no, no, they eat other groundhogs. Pokes his like, head out, and there's people just sitting I'm like, there like, so, better not be any more winter. And I, I just vision this. I, I vision like this whole group of people sitting in this, uh, like sitting in this, in this, in this tavern, right, drinking. And at the same time, they got Puxitani sitting in a cage. He's just looking at them eating, eating a bunch of groundhog. Right. right? And I was like, what? What is going on? Right. Why they, would you? They're just fattening him up. Right. Like here, no one of this guy doesn't want this. to come out. He comes like, no, no, I'm good. I'm going back in. Why is? Why is it so? Uh, every year it's just more winter. Right. Right. Yeah. Days on leap. So it, it, it end of the day. I think they said that you have a better odds on predicting whether it's going to be a longer or shorter winter by flipping a coin than taking Pox Tony Phil's advice. But then you don't get to eat no groundhog. 
yeah, then you don't get the groundhog. It really doesn't sound that good to me. Well, I like the way you said it, though. They did say it's like it's a relative of the squirrel. Oh, okay. So it's a rodent? It's a big yeah. old rodent? Yeah, I guess that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So okay. you don't get to eat no more groundhog. Have you ever <laughs> eaten rodent? I have not. I don't think. No. No, no nutria, nutria or anything? Nutria, That'd be the only thing I could think of. We've had nutria. Squirrel. I mean, You've squirrel. eaten squirrel? I have had squirrel. How is it? Squirrel dumplings? Squirrel dumplings? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. I, I, I would, I would of... want country squirrel. I wouldn't want like <laughs> urban squirrel. Yeah. No, this was country squirrel. Like it's tastes country like squirrel, chicken. Okay. I mean, just like. Tastes like chicken? Really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you know there's a squirrel season, right? You can't just go shooting squirrels in your front yard. Maybe I frown upon that. No, this is the country. So, yeah. <laughs> you can just do whatever you want out there. But here, no, we have one squirrel. Like, because all of our power lines are buried, we have one fucking squirrel that, like, talks shit to my dogs every morning. And, like, they're out there barking at him. But every time I go to the safe, you get well, a BB gun out. Right. Every time you go into the house to get your binoculars, <laughs> he disappears. <laughs> He's a smart squirrel. His days are numbered. He just mentioned squirrel dumplings. I got to tell you this uh, quick little recipe that my son created uh, the other day. He comes in with this this little ball. It looks like a it looks like a fruit by the foot or a fruit roll up or something that he just made into a ball. Mm. And he says, "Try this, Dad. I, I I made this. I just invented it." I was like, "Well, well what is it?" He's like, "Just try it." Okay, he's eight years old, Maddox. You're more trusting than I am. Yeah, I know. But I saw him eating <laughs> it, so I was like, "He's inside. not going to kill me." So I take a bite out of it. And on the inside, it's just uh, a very, very sweet, uh, I come to find out, uh, Twix seasoning. I bought this Twix seasoning at Walmart or something. It's basically like powdered yeah. Twix, right? Hmm. So like Twix, like, like the candy bar yes. Twix? Okay. Yeah, so it's basically the size of a golf ball uh, that he somehow filled up. It's just powder inside. So there's like, what, maybe three tablespoons of powder? The right. chef. And, ra- <laughs> and wrapped it. Is he it. trying to make his own Twix bar? I don't know what he was doing. And wrapped it in fruit by the foot. Was somehow. it good? No, it wasn't good. It was disgusting. <laughs> did you eat it? No, I took a bite. Yeah. Did, you, did you swallow it? That bite? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, started, I, I was already sitting on the couch, so <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> going to get up. I think, I think at that age, you're just like, hey, look, what's over there? Look. Yeah. yeah. That was delicious. Or he was like, you're so mean, Dad. You didn't like it? I was like... Well, it just tastes like sugar. Just gonna, like sugar. That's he's going to listen to this podcast one day. I mean... And he'll be like, yeah, you're right, Dad. That was dumb. <laughs> that's way better than what we cooked. Like, it was mud pies. Yeah, I remember that, too. We were doing mud pies. But, uh, yeah, but then he said, these are Swedish dumplings. I was like, What's, what? what is yeah, Swedish, Swedish about these? Because they're sweet. Oh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> He got oh, you. So your son. Right. He got yeah. you. It's like, are you making some Swedish fish in there somewhere? Uh, that's funny. Know. It was funny and, and pretty gross. Yeah. That's all. Hey, we had a, a we'll jump back a little bit uh, last weekend. Um, we had a, the pleasure of running out to, uh, we had uh, Rudy and Jay um, from Fuego Lento Seasonings yep. on the, what was that, two podcasts ago or so, whatever it is. Yeah, our Friday yeah. episode. So Friday they, they invited us out to their their facility to check out uh, where they um, do all the, the the housing of the seasonings and uh, manufacturing, Your testing, cooking, yeah. Yeah. headquarters. Thank you, Jane. That, that's a uh, great word. 
It is a good word. Yeah. Uh, just want to give a shout out to because there was so much food there. Like it was super fun too, and it was super fun, and it was a great um, cause. It was a great um, atmosphere. It just great the whole, atmosphere. The whole thing. It's just a barbecue, right? That's all it is. It's just a barbecue that went out to first responders and Correct. whatever that Rudy and, and Jay put on. Uh, of course, Rudy was hosting it at at, at his place, uh, but man, it was so so much fun just watching. We we had police cars, we had fire trucks pulling up. Mm-hmm. We're handing out plates. Uh, I'm sure they enjoyed the food. Uh, plus, they got a, a. It was a way to showcase the a Fuego Lento uh, uh, seasoning rubs. Yeah, yeah, rubs and everything. But us, man, we're we're hanging out. We're drinking beer, but we're also we're also um, in the back cooking. Uh, you know, c- uh, cabrito. Cabrito. Yeah. yeah. A burrito, right? I was actually trying to remember we, everything we cooked that we, day. We had or they we, cooked for us. We had homemade homemade salsa that was made, mm-hmm. you know, uh, grilled over the yeah. Right yeah over well, the yeah, it was just warmed up or whatever it is. But yeah, it was there. But everything was done, you know, roasting the tomatoes and yeah, the jalapenos, and, all, and then everything you know, was fire roasted. Everything yeah, was on a ground fire. down, and, and you know, and what is the what do you call that? The uh, the the I can't remember what it was the called. Mort- Mortison. I don't the know. mortar and pedestal. Yeah, but, it, yeah, but it's, it's like yeah. um, mocolete or yeah, that's what they call uh, it. I know mocolete. they have a different name for whatever it. whatever that yeah. thing is. Yeah, yeah. yeah but everything's ground down in that, and just and you basically put it back on the on the heat, and uh, you're able to eat out of that, right? The homemade tortillas. I mean, they the, the barbacoa. We had barbacoa. We had uh, we had liver. I mean, I was well, kidney. Yeah. Somebody had kidney. Did, did anybody else eat the kidney? I don't I know. Did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I had I some liver. Kidney. I, the uh, picanha with the um, picanha steaks uh, were money. Oh yeah, those are very good. So good. That's that's I forget what the hell the name of that sauce shit is he puts on it, but it the was good. Chimichurri. Yeah, yeah. chimichurri yeah. sauce. That shit was legit. Yeah, it yeah. was really good. There was what so did, much stuff like. It. What did he make for breakfast? What was that? The barbacoa. They barbacoa make little, tacos. Barbacoa. Yeah, yeah but that salsa he had on there, man, those were freaking awesome. They were good. Yeah. They were really good. Right. And the whole the whole time, and then they we're doing the open fire cooking. We have the. The 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 goat that's basically on the on the T crossed that's right. laying over the fire that's kind of cooking and and getting all that that smoke and everything else and we end up finishing it off uh, just for time wise to finish it off on the grill but uh, but man it was yeah, just, it was so fun it was cool yeah was everything cool and I tell you everything was done live fire everything right. was done with your, the cooking of the carrito. Uh, and that, and I couldn't tell you what the name of that that contraption is, where you have the the goat just hanging mm-hmm. over the fire. Uh, but you also had the kind of the Santa Maria style um, pit, where you had open fire and you had a grate that you can adjust. And I mean, he ended up finishing the goat on top of that, just grilling on top of the fire. Uh, also, you had the uh, you had Johnny and June out there just. Um, right. They did smoking all the, away. All the first responder stuff was on that. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I can say, hey, shout out to Jay. Shout out to Rudy. Uh, that's Grill Kings uh, of Houston. And, and then Fuego. That's, that's Jay. But uh, then you have Fuego Lento. Rudy. Uh, Rudy. Um, which I don't, is, For is hosting that, and having yeah. us. Hey, another shout out to Cooking with Kaz. He, he jumped out there. I didn't know he was coming. Yeah, did I not know. Yeah, so he jumped out there. Is fantastic cool time. Nice getting to meet him. Uh, shout out to Mary to Barbecue. She showed up as well. So Brianna. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome time. Yep. Uh, and look, look. They they both those people have really big social media presence and and definitely appreciate. 
uh, just getting to hang out with them and mm-hmm. and cook with them, right? That that was such a huge thing. I mean, uh, married to barbecue uh, and and uh, cooking with Kaz, man, they're killing it on the social media game, man. And truthfully, there's a lot of pointers that we could take from them as far as being consistent. Having we can't all do it like me and Matt, right? We we need you guys to to get more involved with social media and do more, right? More videos, more content. Right. I'm exactly. Trying. You know? I'm trying. Alex, step oh. up. You know. Right. Yeah. Did, uh, John we... from uh, John from was John John Jonathan from Chopping Block? That's right. John was there from Chopping Block, mm-hmm. uh, which hopefully we'll have him on, right? Yeah, I think we're going to get Married to Barbecue on as well. Did he get all the bread from there too, from Chopping Block? He did. Yeah, I ate a shit ton of that pretzel bread. It's <laughs> good, right? That whole day. I don't think I got to try any of that. He had it. Just, he had really it sitting there by yeah. the uh, fire too, just kind of like toasting there. God, right. I ate so much of that stuff too. And then and he, uh, has, he has one location. Like he says, he's opening another one. Like, it's, it's in it, the works. Mm-hmm. He's working yeah. one in uh, Victoria. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll have it all. What was uh, cooking? Is that Glenn cooking with Kaz? Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Glenn. Yeah. Hell yeah. Very cool. Is it very cool that this? Plus, I mean, you're just grilling, right? You're just cooking the whole day. It's kind of a grind, a little bit, and you're kind of like trying to step back, like, okay, I don't want to get involved too much. This is your thing, you know. Like, I feel like I didn't do much anything short of just slicing up ribs and throwing some in boxes for the first responders. Yeah, yeah. that I was just hanging out, hanging out. I thought you were doing all the work over there. Honestly, it wasn't our show. We were just there to help facilitate, and that's fine, though. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was fun. But you know what else is fun? Mm-mm. Yeah, I know what else is fun. What else is fun what is, is the grabbing the brisket. Beer review. All right, this one I think is actually a pretty popular beer as far as like um, from the little micro like around, around America? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But I've never had this. I don't know if you guys have. This is a peanut butter milk stout nitro from Belching Beaver Brewery. Never heard of them. Never Me heard either. Of, yeah, Belching Beaver. No, I know I've heard of the brewery, and I, I thought I've seen this before. I've never had it. One thing I, I saw when you poured this thing out early in the mug, no, no foam. There's I think, no, I think there's really not. I think that's typical for a lot of stouts. There's not really a whole lot of like. Uh, a lot but shouldn't it be like a widget or something inside to create that? Don't you want that? That's if you get it like in a can or something. Right. They'll do it that. does. There's a little thing on the ball here. It says pour straight up. Which I did. Yeah. Which you did, yeah. Still, the head's about, uh, well, it's not there. It's not there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's hopefully not. it doesn't taste flat. Let's find out. Uh, 5.2% alcohol by volume. And Oceanside, California. Hmm. Uh, okay, so I, I see the beaver right here. And the beaver's pouring it, like, straight up, right? Which I don't know if you really did that, John. Maybe not straight up, but it was yeah. pretty. The beaver's doing it. It was pretty. Yeah, well, the beaver's better than me. I don't know what to right. asshole. <laughs> I think I think what you have to do is you have to shake it up mm-hmm. and then pour okay. it into the glass. All right, I'll do that with the next <laughs> one. We got a couple more. This is your garage, so right. I didn't see that. But <laughs> uh, well, I just had a drink of it. I did too. So what are we supposed to be picking up? I do taste a little peanut butter, peanut butter, chocolate, and peanut to me, butter, the, this peanut butter is like a nutter butter kind of peanut butter flavor. What else? Mm, let me see. Uh, well, Jan didn't actually read the bottle, so... <laughs> okay. um, I did. You did? Yeah, I did. Well, you must have read it in your, in your um, head or something. No, I did. It says, for a creamy head, uh, invert bottle upright into drinking glass, slowly lift bottle as the beer pours out. So, 
Throw have, it all the way to the bottom. You have to dunk it all the way in. Submerge it. Oh, yeah, it. I didn't do that. I guess mm. I should have read the instructions. <laughs> well, why do they make them so small? Just shake up Jeez. your bottle. You got the yeah. fine print going on. It's like, you, hey, I'd like to return this beer. It, it just did not meet. Uh, did you pour it correctly? No, I did not. We'll go back and pour it correctly. <laughs> you didn't read the yellow part, though, Jan. Uh, America's favorite peanut butter milk stout. That's subjective. I need glasses. Uh, Oceanside on Nitro to go. Don't let the dark color fool you. This beer is delightfully easy to drink with aromas of roasted peanuts, dark chocolate, and coffee. This nitro version is creamier with a bigger uh, perceived mouthfeel. A bigger oh. perceived mouthfeel. Mm. That just mouthful. sounds like a whole lot of nothing. Just all <laughs> up in your mouth. Look, all I'm saying right now, if you have to, if, if, if your final words are, are this right here, okay, after opening bottle, flip upside down and pour hard. This creates the cascade effect in optimizing or op- to optimize the nitro experience. Is it too late to put it back in my bottle and try again? Exactly. Mm. Like, dude, this is not good. Pour it back in your bottle and try it again. I feel like I'll wear it try if it. I do that. Try it. I still think it tastes good. It does not have a creaminess to this. No? No. Oh, you're wrong. It's not bad. Yeah, it's just like, I, I kind of feel bad like that we're not trying it quite right. Yeah. Because it's kind of yeah. like, just it just tastes flat to me a little bit. Like, there's, I can tell there's, there's some two good more. Look at the other there. two. Just make a beer that you could actually pour into a glass and it becomes foamy. I don't put a widget, put something inside. I'm not saying it, this is not that hard, right? It, it has to like a really. Like nutty taste, like almond or, or something like peanut. That's all I get. They're holding a the peanut in his hand. I don't think it was submerged. I think you just don't like just you like this. Okay, you pour it in a. <clears throat> if you pour it in a plastic cup, it's gonna foam the. Yeah, you gotta do it in the. Uh, we'll do that. You gotta you gotta do it in the uh, the frosted mug. All right, we're doing an experiment. I mean, like like maybe I'm wrong. We'll do a lot. But I don't think I am. Mm-hmm. All the way down. You gotta put it down. Submergent? Yeah. That's what yeah. it said. It says yep. re- then reveal slowly. It slowly. Lift. All right. It looks the freaking same, y'all. That's some bullshit. <clears throat> of course, they, they don't lie. The Californians lie like a rug. Okay. Lie well, like a dog. I mean, lie like a rug on a cheap. Floor. They think tri tip <laughs> is better than brisket. So cheap. Not it's not even laminate. It's just pixie sticks laid out. I don't know. It's not good. All right, let's go in with our scores. Who who wants to start it off? Round the table. Uh, Alex we, does. Round we go. Uh, Where we'll stop? Nobody knows. Alex. I'm I'm six three. Like, it's not horrible, but, like, it just tastes like almonds or peanuts. or it's, It just has a really nutty flavor. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Mm. It's not horrible, but it's not great. All right, well, I'm going to go next. I'm going to give this a 4-2. Really? It's just, it just tastes to me like, like some kind of peanut butter. Artificial. Like, it's like a drink. It's not a, it doesn't taste like a beer to me at all. Like there's nothing beer. No alcohol. It. Yeah, it didn't taste like there's any. I know there's got to be some, but it doesn't taste like mm-hmm. it. Just and it's it's just really flat too. Yeah. It's like a flat kind of chocolate peanut drink. They said it was like four and a half or five percent or whatever. Five it was. something. Five, 
it's really it's that's like, right on par with um five three Coors Light. It's really watery. Yeah, a uh, little more. I, this this I feel bad. If this tastes like something that if you got it at the brewery and they just tap it and give it to you right there, I feel like it would taste a lot better. But you're probably right. Yeah. Well, this but as as I'm trying it now, it's like a four two or whatever I said it was. It's missing. This beer is missing a, um, and I'm not saying it has to have the alcohol content, but it's missing that next flavor or or whatever. And maybe it's alcohol. I don't know, but it is. It's very smooth. Like Super you could smooth. take this home. You could drink this like you drink a Yahoo or Yahoo, or yeah, whatever. Right? right? Yeah. A Yahoo? A Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it? Right? Well, I said whatever you want to call it. You want to say Yahoo? It's fine with you. I'm from the South, brother. Oh, oh, you call Yahoo's. Yahoo's. Yeah, yeah, that's bullshit, but okay. <laughs> no, hey, no, we don't. Listen, it's I'm just Yahoo. saying. You're if, a Yahoo. <laughs> if this is, <laughs> probably, yeah. If this is what you're doing, this is America's best tasting, uh, what did it say? Chalk, peanut, peanut butter stout, milk stout or something? Yeah. Like, you need to come to Texas then because you, <laughs> you need to come try some of these over here. Like, this is not a bad tasting beverage. Again, it didn't taste like I'm drinking alcohol. Then it tastes like I'm drinking a beer, and I kind of want that. Mm-hmm. I'd rather drink a Yahoo than that. No, I'm yeah, drinking one I of would. these over a, over a Yahoo. Uh, yeah, you know what? He's committed. I'm, I'm going to go five. I'm going to go five three on this. Okay, okay. You're middle of the road. Yeah. Five three. Yeah. Come on, James. Mm. <laughs> I know you think I'm going to do. He's not going to do it. What everybody thinks I'm going to do. I'm not going to do it. Flip I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. It's it's not bad, um, it's not great. It again, so it it's not bad. And it's not good at the same time. You know what I mean? It's just average, right? <laughs> you just said that before. Yeah. Well, they actually paused that. One. That was my pause for John to cut that out, but I guess we'll just keep that in. Keep so. it in. Yeah, keep great. it all in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna give this probably about a four Of course you Man. are. John, you have it I higher than this. I, John's I like, do have I'm a higher. Nine point eight. You have it higher. I, know I do, you do have it higher. I do, but I hate that I don't like it as much as I wanted. I wanted to love this. Like I right. saw, yeah. it, I was like, oh, this is gonna be freaking. Good. I love chocolate peanut butter beers. They're probably my favorite. Super excited. You guys had one already here, and I some other one that you guys bought last week, and I tasted that, and I was like, and it was like eleven percent. I don't even remember what it was. Freaking oh, that fang. white fang. Oh, white fang. It was freaking phenomenal. It was so good. And I thought, oh, this is going to taste better because it's a little lower in alcohol. Mm. It's middle of the road. It's going to be like, but it tastes flat. You're it right. missed on the flavor. It missed yeah, on it, the alcohol content. And it tastes flat. I think the flavor is okay. It could be a little more complex, like Jan said. I think it's okay. It just tastes super flat and a little watery to me, which for a beer this dark, it should not taste that watery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to drink like six or seven of them, that's probably a great beer. If you like the chocolate peanut butter flavored yeah. beers that that's probably right up your alley because hey you're not going to get super sloshed if it didn't taste so flat yeah i would drink these yeah no problem as it is i'm probably going to go like a five seven yeah well there it is mm. i guess you don't have the america's best tasting i'm just kidding that's a joke hey, we hey. drink it so you don't have to that's right <laughs> well i guess that wraps up the grabbing a brisket that's magical. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, man. Tasty. So, uh, 
obviously, if you're new to Grabbing the Brisket podcast, thank you for being here. We welcome you. Uh, go ahead and check out grabbingthebrisket.com. Check out some of the uh, platforms that we put out there um, via social media and let us know what you think. I mean, I know we put a, a lot of recipes out there. I know we put a lot of content out there as far as different videos and stuff like that. So we'd love to hear, hear from you. We'd love to get the interaction. So if you visit the website, grabbingthebrisket.com or grabthebrisket.com, it really doesn't matter. Uh, we get a lot of links to all our social medias, our merch shop, along with the recipes that we put out there and just where you can get a hold of and check out grabbing the brisket guys. And you can reach us on there through those connections to drop us a barbecue winter veil. Yes. Uh, or if you have any questions at all about barbecue, they could call our hotline. Yeah. What do you want to the number? Well, no, it's not a hotline, is it? I mean, it's, uh, I guess it's not hot, is it? Cause nobody's <laughs> going to answer it. That's right. It's our uh, voicemail line. That's yeah. right. So call in, leave a voicemail uh, and we'll, Share it, and we'll answer your questions or, or use your fails or whatever. The phone number is 434-829-2299. Call now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you, if you didn't get it the first time, just pause rewind. and rewind it for 10 seconds. No, no, seconds. I said it twice. I'll say it again later. Okay. The phones are lighting up. <laughs> Caller seven. <laughs> okay, for today, we have... A win and a fail, I believe, from the same person. He sent them both in. So this is from uh, Dale Wetzel. He said, when I first started smoking, I had a bullet smoker and melted the siding on my rental house. I used so much hickory that the pork chops were turned into sawdust and tasted like a house fire. Two lessons learned. Be careful how much hickory you use and don't put your damn smoker next to the house. There it is. That would suck. That sucks. Uh, <laughs> That's not good. Right. Yeah. That smoker said, to hell with your siding. That burns hot. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, we got the other one. Hopefully this one's a win. Uh, win. Okay, good. I'd never cooked a tri-tip before, but I found one at the local grocery store. I cooked a bunch of stuff on my smoker one day, and then I passed out. The next morning I woke up. It was gone. My wife said it was the best beef she'd ever had. I'm terrible about keeping a log. I'm not even sure what I did. <laughs> so so he, he put all the meat on, fell asleep, and his wife took it off. Yeah, and, and ate, ate it. it. Right. <laughs> and and you know apparently what? it was amazing. <laughs> That's a win and a fail. You will never know. be able to recreate that. Yeah. yeah, and he didn't keep a log, he said. Did, so, he, yeah. did he go into what's, like a Bud Light coma? What's the, uh, what's, what, what's what, the what's show where they here? have to like, it's, is it Beer Fest? Or they have to go get drunk to remember how oh, to get to yeah. the thing? yeah. You got to get drunk and try to, to remember how to do this. That is a beer win, right? I, sort of. It, I love it that. It's kind of like what, what's, what's this guy's name? Dan or Dale Wetzel. Dale. Okay. Dale Wetzel. Well, do you want to tell him what he won, Jan? <laughs> he, what did he win? Suckle busters, suckle busters. Everybody wants some suckle busters. That's right, man. Hey, go out. Tell us what your favorite suckle buster seasoning is, or or just pick one. Check the smoke, and uh, it'll be sent to your house. We don't get your address. It comes from them. Blah, blah, blah. I, I will get your address. I will reach John, out to you. I'm sorry. John will get your I'll address. I'll get your address yeah. and send it along. We're we'll going to what he's saying is send you a lot Jan of Jan doesn't mail. actually get your address. Right. I won't get your <laughs> no address. No one else will see it. You don't want me showing up. Uh, but yes, uh, John will get your address, and then we'll send you some out. So appreciate it. And cue the talk? barbecue fail win music, which we don't have. We, we don't have And no, that just transitions that. us to... Us to that time that... 
Can I have plans? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. We this paused. is this was okay. Are we paused? Yeah, you're, you're leading that part, right? Which part? The part I just because we're just rambling back. I don't know. I'll listen back and see how it sounds. Yeah, well, let's not do that. He said he want to edit. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't just uh, cut off. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Okay. This was my idea. I know we've talked a little bit before about different like uh, sayings and what they mean or where they came from and that kind of stuff, but uh, I heard heard somebody say uh, "salt of the earth" the other day, and I thought. Where the hell did that come from? So I started looking it up, and I found like this website that shows different um, uh, meanings behind sayings. Yeah, like they call them idioms, but yeah, it's an idiom. Yeah, <laughs> don't show off, John. Yeah, <laughs> they're called no, no, idioms. I only know it because I saw the website was called <laughs> yeah. idioms. Like, no, yeah, yeah. like idioms I, for idiots. Or I almost I said know. something different, but then I had to think. I was like, I know that's not right. And then as soon as you're like, it's called an, I was like, oh, I, I know what it is. Yeah, it's also it's, uh, you kill everything. Right. Yeah, that's right. Hey, uh, that's right. Uh, okay. it, is what it, it is what it is. Love you, brother. Okay. Okay. So, anyways, so I, I, there was a shit ton, but I just took down a few and I thought I'd eh, throw them out there and see if you guys know A, what they mean, which should be pretty easy on most of these. Yeah. Uh, and B, where they came from. Right. Do we get a guess on salt of the earth? Absolutely. Okay. I know we might have touched on this a little bit. This, this goes back to the Roman days where they mm-hmm. used to salt. They used to take over a village and then they would salt the shit out of their, their place where they could not grow crops anymore. Yep. Very nasty stuff. So so what does salt of the earth mean then? Is salt- that... I, that means w- you salt. You literally no, put salt no, everywhere, what, right? What, what the, no, like, so you, okay, let me use it in a sentence. If you're salt of the earth, you're a good guy. Good yeah. guy. You come. You're if good. You say people. someone is salt of the earth. Okay, you're well, good that, people. It really doesn't. That kind of contradicts what yeah. salting the earth does. So, no, okay. not salting. This the is earth. a different one. Not good. salting the earth. Okay. Salt so, of salt. When you say someone or people are salt of the earth, okay, that's what it means. Go, John. Is it? Is it? You're a stand-up person. Right. That's you're pretty much. You're. You're pretty You're much dead on. Correct. Regarded as genuine, unpretentious, morally sound. Uh, typically, this is a complimentary um, yeah. thing to call somebody. Well, right? salt is like very. Uh, what and do you back call in it? the day, it was yeah. considered valuable, so it was like, it was, it it was, was a, a commodity, thing. right? Yeah, yeah, true. I, I went the opposite direction. That's like salting like the earth. And James then went like, you're the salt of the earth. James went the biblical salting, salting the earth. Yeah. He's like biblical. Uh, right. But it is. Yeah. Uh, the origin, he was, he was close. It is actually biblical. Uh, and I don't know if you've ever quoted the Bible verse on this before. Is this with Lot and his wife and everything? Uh, this is from Matthew 5.13. Oh, okay. And Jesus said um, to the people that are being persecuted for being loyal to him, you are the salt of the earth. Oh, mm. yeah. there it so is. wait, where did he get that? <laughs> he made it up. <laughs> did he? Jesus. Did he? Well, I'm oh, okay. that's what he said. I'll ask him later. Yeah. Um, ask okay. what I see. I'll ask him <laughs> right. But don't right. salt the earth because no crops will grow. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, the next one I, I, I uh, uh, the next Chicago. one, <laughs> <laughs> Chicago. You're out. Um, uh, piece of cake. That's oh, a piece of cake. Yeah, piece of cake. Oh, it's just a piece of cake. That's easy. Okay. Where did it come from? Did right. making cake used to be a lot easier? No, but it's just <laughs> a piece of cake. Does anybody have any wild guess on where this came from? No, no I don't. No clue. No. no, okay. Nope. This one's a little bit longer. I'm just going to read it. Uh, it is believed that this phrase was invented in the 1870s during 
slavery in the southern states of America uh, as part of the of a dance or celebration organized by slave owners, black slaves would compete in cakewalks, performing a dance which imitated and subtly mocked the elaborate and ostentatious gestures of white slave owners. The most elegant couple team slash team would be given a cake as an award. It seems that this white slave owner, uh, white slave owners did not understand that they were being mocked with these cakewalk dances okay okay yeah yeah that's okay. basically so yeah. they would just get it and try to act all hoity-toity yeah right they didn't re- they get yeah, i thought first when i first started reading i was like this might not be okay to read and then i realized they were idiots like, it was no, like right right they're they're making the, fun the, of them. these and slave owners are idiots and and they're people are making fun of them for having this thing right right the, yeah basically yeah. the slaves were making fun of them and they that's would right. be awarded cake and it was looked at it goes on to say that, that the slaves looked at it as this was super easy to uh, to get so it was a piece of cake yeah, the cakewalk okay. was a piece of cake. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's where that came from. Nice. Okay. Hey, there it is. Yeah. Uh, and we might have talked about this one before. I'm not sure. As mad as a hatter? Uh, Does that I've have heard to do that. with Alice in Wonderland? I've heard that. It, they, they, uh. There's Mad Hatter. It was based which I think, on is that, that like it was a 97 9 the box type deal, like rap deal? The Mad Hatter? No, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Means you're crazy. Uh, Houston. It does mean you're crazy. Yes, yes. It does mean you're crazy. Okay. Uh, 17th, 18th century hatters made felt hats using mercury, which led to all kinds of side effects, including insanity, and like you said, the uh, the Mad Hatter in the Alice in Wonderland was based on this phenomenon. Okay. Nice. Wow. Well, there was a lot of stuff back done done back in the day because they really didn't understand the science of stuff, but. There's a lot of using materials that weren't really like used to be glasses or made of hats or whatever. I know back in the day they used to make cups out of lead (laughs) and then people would get lead poisoning and then they would die. Right. They didn't know. But they didn't die. They just went into some type of coma. Oh. And so they, they would bury them and then they had like people... Do you have more on this list? I don't know if I was. Gonna... I don't have Say by the Bell. If that's where you're going with it. That's where I'm going yeah. because they would bury people, and they would uh, all of a sudden, like maybe later on, they would get excavated for something or whatever, and they would see that there was claw marks on the inside of the casket. It's like holy mm-hmm. shit, we're burying people alive. Basically, what they're doing is they're getting lead poisoning. But they go out to their tavern, start pulling in some pints, and start drinking. Next thing you know, they go pass out. And the guy doesn't wake up for like a couple of days because he he's got some type of like poisoning, lead right. poisoning, and it's like um, I, I would say his heart rate slows down and you can't really see his breath or whatever. It's like, well, shit, he died. Put him in a box. So now they started coming out with the having people sit in um, graveyards and they would tie little strings to their fingers through their hands and they're running the string up to through a little uh, hole or a pipe or whatever. And tie it to a bell, and you would have a uh, person out there listening for somebody ring the bell, which was dead ringer, or stay by the bell, or saved by the bell. Correct. Wow. Or that's all I got. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, have, I have one last one. Okay. Uh, this one's pretty quick. Uh, bite the bullet. Just okay. bite the bullet. Yeah. Just get it over with. Just do it. Right. Did you have to make sure it was an inferior bullet or something. 
Is that where it came from? No. No? no. Okay. I don't know. I'm just uh, getting, yeah. taking guesses. Yeah. Like, yeah. Inferior metal. Yeah. <laughs> right? You're like, oh, this is not. Coins, you know? This is not copper. Yeah. <laughs> nope. That's not it. Uh, you're right about the meaning. It means just, just get through the pain, get it on with whatever, you know. Yeah. So. Just uh, the origin is uh, there was no such thing as pain relief or anesthesia in the 19th century. As a result, when soldiers were injured on the battlefield and needed treatment, they were given a bullet to bite down on to prevent them screaming out loud. Why a bullet? Like a hard bullet, though. It is something to, that they have. Well, it's brass and lead, right? Maybe so, it, was, yeah, it was softer back then or something? Yeah, soft, it's yeah soft. a stick or it's a softer. whatever. I I mean, Anyways, that's what I got. Oh, nice. I thought it was interesting. And this has been Learning with John. <laughs> the more you learning know. with John. Rainbows and happiness. <laughs> if this is our most popular episode, I'll bring it back next week. There it is. Okay. Right. Hey. Yeah. Obviously, uh, we're here for you guys, so uh, check out grabbingthebirthkit.com. Let us know what you think. Uh, if there's anything you want us to add or talk about onto the podcast, hey, let us know. We'll, we'll definitely get right into it. Correct. Word. Correct. You can do it. And the awkward silence of yeah. this is that time of the episode where it we're is. just like, okay, like we we appreciate it. We're going to end it. But we, we appreciate uh-huh. the uh, the listen. We appreciate the follow. We definitely do. Uh, we yeah. appreciate you going to our website, buying merch. Uh, we appreciate all the money you're sending us. Be cool. We need if more you money, did. so please <laughs> send more. Uh, we appreciate the lavish lifestyle that we're accustomed to. So just keep doing that, and thank you. But hey, don't be sad because there's like 150 other episodes that you can tune in until the next episode. That's right. So darn near. Honestly, it's been great talking barbecue, you guys. Peace. Thanks, everybody. We've been great. Dang it, Bobby. Just grab the brisket. We'd like to give a special thanks to Sucklebusters Barbecue Rubs and Sauces, Bonner's Fiesta Spices, Cooley Nation Custom Koozies, Cambro Manufacturing. Yeti Coolers, the Smoke Sheep Barbecue Newsletter, and Dow Strong Knives. We definitely appreciate your support.